Hello, welcome to Unsung Heroes Podcast with Craig Tapenny, the author of two amazing books, Serve Yourself First Before Saving the World, and the author of the latest book, Zimbabwe, The Way Forward, Lessons from a 20-Year-Old. In this podcast, we talk everything about the phenomenal guys doing phenomenal things from Zimbabwe and all across um, Africa who are not given much and deserved credit by the system. We're going to talk about Zimbabwe today. Go on any social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, etc. You find that the order of the day is the same. People are, pol- are politicking. People are criticizing someone, whether they're criticizing the government or the opposition or sanctions are being blamed or whoever. Someone is being blamed in the process. No one is really um, looking into the mirror and saying, what can I individually, collectively do to solve the problems in Zimbabwe? We have a few people who have looked into the mirror and said, okay, what value can I create for my country? What can I do for my country? What can I do to move Zimbabwe forward? Because truth be told, everyone knows how we got here as a country. Even a 10-year-old can tell you what's wrong with Zimbabwe. A 10-year-old can tell you uh, about corruption. There's um, Tanya Tanya Muzinda, she's, she's a very, very young lady. I think she's, she's below 15 or below 16. But she's just uh, pointed out on corruption. So these young people even know what's wrong with Zimbabwe. So why are we still talking about what's wrong and not addressing what could be done? The question is, what do we really want to achieve as a country, as a people? And are we doing um, justice to this question? What, what are we doing to address this question is it um, in direct proportion to the question that we asked because basically if you look at what's happening in Zimbabwe right now um, what people want um, from my two cents is that people want jobs people want you know functional industries functional systems people want to get their money in the bank that hustle people don't want to wait in long queues to get into the bus people don't have to sacrifice their lung to get water people don't have to you know to put 170 percent to get 0.01 percent returns Right, so it's 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 like an order that people want to be the highest state of which they are innately capable of, right? So, but what are we doing? Does politicking bring about the results that we want? I mean, yes, yes, we have to talk about it, but the the, the talking about the part the, that we are embarking on is unhealthy and is very toxic. Like, um, <clears throat> so if you're from Zanu PF, you're going to blame MDC and sanctions. Uh, if you're MDs, you're going to blame Zanu PF. If if uh, uh, everyone is going to blame someone, right? And um, it's it's very it's it's very toxic, uh, and it's not bringing any results. And what's the point really of having many demonstrations and rallies? Um, it's not like we're going to build an industry at a rally. We're not going to create jobs when we're at a rally. We're not going to create jobs when you're protesting in the streets. Even if they hear it, it's not going to build industries. Where are the innovators? Where are the entrepreneurs? Where are the people with answers? Where are you hiding, guys? Okay, I've come across people with answers and they told me that the government doesn't want to listen to people with answers and the establishment of the system that doesn't want to listen to people with answers, right? So if they don't want to listen to us, what are we going to do? That's a question we should be asking ourselves. Um, because if you are not allowed at the table, uh, if they say we don't want you at this table, what are we going to do? What are we going to do to build our own table and, you know, and feed everybody and feed the entire nation? 
So I don't see any point in, in, in politicking and talking about rigged elections that happened in 2018 or, or even, you know, even blaming sanctions. I mean, yes, these things are there. Let's face the reality that they are there. So what are we going to do? And what are we going to do differently from the guys that talk and the guys that politic? What vision do we have as a country that's charming enough and attractive enough and giving us, you know, the right resources, both human and material um, resources to build our vision into a reality? We don't have. We don't have. That's the truth. Because, you know, that's the reason why our leaders are flying all across the world. Uh, looking for capital, looking for investors and telling them that Zimbabwe is open for business. Uh, it's like, you know, it, it becomes bizarre when um, a very, very beautiful girl who's right for marriage um, starts walking everywhere and telling every gentleman she comes across that I'm ripe for marriage, I'm ready, I'm single. It's very bizarre. I mean, uh, she just has to be packaged in a way that she's attractive and charming and the guys that are her type come to her and... Uh, are we really um, attracting people who really believe in our vision, people who really see what we want to achieve as a country? No, we are not. That's the truth. It's like we are going to Blawayo to tell people to come join us, to go on a journey to Mutare. Look at the resources that we have wasted, the time, money, everything. It's a lost cause to me, basically. So why don't we just say, okay, um, we are going to go to Mutare, then we start going to Mutare. Along Mutare Road, of course, there are people waiting for us there. Well, we want to go to Mutare with us. So that's basically what our vision should be like. It should have a sense of direction. Our, Zimbabwe does not have a sense of direction right now. Zimbabwe does not have a dream. Zimbabwe has a nightmare. Right now, Zimbabwe is not a, um, a dream place for everybody. Everybody is trying to look for a way to live this country. And people, honestly speaking, people really care about Zimbabwe at an intellectual level, not really from deep down within their hearts. People will just talk. And um, for those who claim to have answers and those who, I mean, social media activists, uh, I mean, my question is, if you point out on principles or if you point out on economic history and politics and systems and governance and stuff, um, there's a difference between no knowledge and understanding and wisdom, right? I think knowledge is just knowing, you know, things and, um, and understanding is knowing um, how they function. Then, you know, um, wisdom is knowing why they are what they are and why they behave in, in, a, in, in a certain way. So I think we we have so much information, right? We have so much information in our country and we can, uh, and um, the thing is, what we're looking for is an information because people give us a lot of information on Twitter, on Facebook, everywhere they are, right? What we're looking for is what to do. As I, I, What are we going to do to package that information into action? Because information without action and implementation equals disaster and poverty. That's where we, why we are where we are because... Um, the change question has become a high school debate where people showcase their knowledge, right, and compete on who's who, who has the, the the most information on on Zimbabwe or on change, etc. But that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for what to do. We're looking for a vision, right? What is the vision? For example, me, I believe that Zimbabwe can be a one trillion dollar economy in the next thirty to forty years. It's doable as for develop, um, developmental mathematics and economics. Zimbabwe can be the next big thing, the next economic miracle. Because, guys, let's be, guys, let's be honest, yeah. Uh, there are countries like um, German, countries like South Korea, they, uh, when they transformed, they, they were coming from a far worse scenario compared to where Zimbabwe is right now. But they transformed, they've become one of the strongest economies and, and the biggest um, uh, and one of the uh, one of the uh, most 
envied countries in the world right now. So why can't we be the same? I think we are doing the wrong things and we and expecting right answers. So we are not asking the right questions. And from there, that's where we get the wrong answers. And um, it's, 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 it's merely about the destination and not um, the driver. Because once you have a destination, anyone who knows how to do something can get us there. So why are we focusing on who's going to bring the change when we're not focusing on what sort of change we want and what are we going to do to achieve that change as a country and as a people? And the question is, what are you individually, collectively doing as, as a young person, as a young Zimbabwean, apart from talking tough, apart from banning tires in the streets, apart from politicking, apart from, you know, being on this toxic side of politics, the, the Zanupia versus MDC whole thing. Because honestly speaking, this has become so frustrating. It's now a game of clout and numbers of who has more followers, who can make the life of the other more miserable. But truth be told, we are really looking for a sustainable solution to build Zimbabwe into the envy of the world and Zimbabwe to become one of the strongest economies in the world. So the question is, what are you individually, collectively doing as a young person in Zimbabwe? And what is the way forward for Zimbabwe? Thank you.